Hello and welcome to the Dive Deep, Climb High podcast. I'm Mel Luizu and together with my guests, we explore all different aspects of leadership in higher education. With inspiring stories, practical tips and a little bit of fishiness, this show will help you dive deep into the leader you are and climb high, unleashing your power and potential. Dive deep, climb high, can-do leadership in a world of can't. Hello and welcome back if you're a regular listener to the show. A very warm welcome if you're a first-time listener. This podcast has been created to help leaders in higher education. My aim is to create a community of listeners who can learn and grow together. To do this, I need your help. The more people that download, subscribe, rate and review this show, the more the podcast algorithms will ensure it pops up across the globe. I love the community we have created so far and together with your help, we can encourage even more people to join us. Hello and welcome to the final episode of 2022. Today, we're going to be taking a look back at the final three guest episodes. Episode 34 with Rachel Lee, it's about people, not numbers. Episode 35, Managing and Perceiving Emotions with Dr. Kevin Conn. And episode 36, Challenge the Status Quo with Deanie Lee and Sarah Canning. As always, These were three fascinating conversations. So let's dive in so that I can give you an overview of each of the episodes. Going back to episode 34, Rachel and I dived in to the topic of selling universities for conferences and events when they're not being used for core student activities. This is how Rachel and I both started our careers in universities and both of us had previously been involved in sales in hospitality. So it's perhaps no wonder that I got carried away and quite emotional about the conversation that we were having because there is no doubt that selling university space for conferences and events is challenging for a number of different reasons. Firstly, customers' perceptions about what they might get. The truth is, as a sector, we have a wealth of facilities and services that we can offer people. And very often, they are on a par with and sometimes even exceed what is available in the more commercial space. So it was great chatting to Rachel because we could understand where each of us was coming from. And there is no doubt if this is the area that you work in within higher education, it is a tough gig. And I hope that if you listen to Rachel and my conversation, that you will take comfort in knowing that you are not alone in the challenges that you face and that you are doing an extremely good and valuable job because the income that you generate 
goes back to the university so that they can invest in their students, their facilities, their staff. You're doing it for a good cause. You're doing a great job. And no matter how hard it may seem, it is absolutely worth it. And the other thing that Rachel and I explored was this whole concept of sales. And as a leader, do you need to be able to sell? I'm guessing that most people would say no, but actually I would challenge that because surely as leaders, we need to be able to sell ourselves, to sell our team, to sell whatever it is we are producing or providing as a service. And also as a leader, surely it would be advantageous to take a bit of a sales approach with your own team. Because as Rachel so beautifully described, selling is about understanding what your customer needs and then endeavouring to meet those needs. Well, isn't that what we should be doing as leaders with our staff? Episode 35, in some ways built on the conversation that Rachel and I had. Dr. Kevin Conn is an expert in emotional intelligence. During our conversation, I asked him to define what emotional intelligence means for him because it is a buzzword and he described it very succinctly. It is the ability to manage and perceive our emotions. Kevin says, and I would absolutely agree with him, that emotional intelligence is one of the key skills we need as leaders. So I ask you, how well do you perceive and manage your emotions? Do you understand the impact that you can have on others, either positively or negatively? When you wake up in the morning, do you do a check-in to see how you're feeling, where you're at emotionally? so that you can be aware of how you may act or behave during the day. Or are you not bothered? I believe that if every leader, in fact, every person worked on managing and perceiving their emotions, the world would be a better place. There would be less confrontation, there would be less angst, and we would actually achieve more. And it's really simple. You know, when when I was chatting to Kevin, he didn't suggest really difficult, intricate processes to help you manage and perceive your emotions. No, the first thing he did would suggest that you check in, you become aware of how you are feeling, and then you take a pause, whether it's just a simple deep breath, go for a walk, grab a coffee, step away from your desk. Do something that breaks the cycle so that if you know that you're likely to react negatively, you stop and think, what is it that I want to achieve from this interaction? Because I don't believe there is any of us in this world that want to intentionally upset others. So if we don't want to do that, then we all necessarily need to get better at managing and perceiving our emotions. And finally, with my guest duet, we talked about challenging the status quo. And there's no doubt that Dini and Sarah together as co-founders of the property marketing strategists are creating a real storm in the sector. They've done some groundbreaking research about what students want from their halls of residence their accommodation, their homes whilst they're at university. And they have done that with the aim of challenging the sector. 
We also dived into the difference between marketing implementation and marketing strategy. Because as they said, so many times we think we are doing marketing, but actually we're doing marketing implementation, sending out an email, sending out a quick marketing campaign. There's no strategy attached to it. And what Dini and Sarah advocate is the need for a clear strategy. Because when you get that, you know where you're going. And actually, that applies to many, many different aspects of leadership, not just marketing. So my challenge to you is, do you have a strategy? Or actually, are you just doing marketing implementation? And through our conversation, I loved the way that both Dini and Sarah talked about elbowing their way in to those important conversations because they see and I agree that marketing is a key fundamental of any business and therefore marketing needs to be involved in all those conversations to understand what they need to do in order for the business to achieve its objectives. But I loved that analogy of being nosy and wanting to know what's going on and elbowing their way in to conversations. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I'd love to get involved in this project. I wish people would involve me. Then maybe you need to do a little bit of that elbow movement and just move your way in. Because let me tell you, if somebody comes to me and says, do you know what? I'm really interested in what you're doing. I want to understand more. Please can I attend a meeting with you? It's very, very unlikely that you would be turned away. And actually by doing that, that will make you more effective in your role. And so as leaders, if you are nurturing new talent, again, I would urge you to bring different people in so that they can start to understand the business in its totality and the part that they play in it. I also loved what Dini and Sarah said when I questioned them about how they work together. And they said that they haven't really had any disagreements because since coming together and starting the business, they have celebrated each other's differences. They understand that they have different strengths and by doing that, they are better together. So how would it be if we took this into our own workplaces? Because let's face it, how many times are you involved in internal struggles? I don't like this person. I don't like that person. And when we find that we don't like somebody, we start to look for stories that confirm our beliefs. Well, how about you stop that? You take Dini and Sarah's approach and you start to celebrate your differences and understand that by celebrating those differences, you can achieve more together. So three fantastic conversations to end the year with all around the same thing because leadership for me is about people it's how you manage people it's how you inspire them it's how you get the best out of them I hope that this podcast has been helpful to you throughout your leadership journey in 2022 and that when we come back in 2023 we can be helpful to you again so it just leaves me to say thank you to every single one of my guests that has contributed to the dive deep climb high podcast as i sit here today 
We have been downloaded in 36 countries and together we have created over 880 minutes worth of content, which is 90% higher than most podcasts in the business category. So that is no small achievement and I couldn't have done it on my own. So thank you to every single guest. Thank you to every single listener and let's hope that we can make the Dive Deep Climb High podcast even bigger and better in 2023. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dive Deep Climb High podcast with me, Mel Luizu. To help build our community of leadership listeners, please leave me an Apple podcast five-star review. Remember, our fishy adventure doesn't have to end here. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Links are in the show notes. Dive deep, climb high, can-do leadership in a world of can't.